What's up, cats and dogs? Um, the boys are back, and um, it's a different one this week because even I turned 30, Joe. We're both in the mid-30s. And I must say, I've definitely noticed it. Do you feel wiser now, now you've hit 30? I feel wiser, and I also think that running has, has come like easier. Just wait until you get to 35, mate, and uh, you'll you'll be worried about your knees, your back when you're trying to get to sleep. Like It's a downward spiral from there onwards, <laughs> trust me. I was uh, thinking, exactly a year ago, we were on a training camp in Font Rameau, where you still are. It's like you never left. Um, and I remember we had a episode called um, uh, Chicken Game Strong. Your dad was out there, he was cooking, and we were eating chicken 16 times a day. What has your nutrition been like? We've had a lot of chicken, mate, especially when my dad was here. Um, God, I was writing it down at the start. but what Burgers. You, yeah, burgers. We've had burgers a few times recently, but at the start, chicken was, uh, that was big, mate. But it worked last time, so, you know, you've got to just stick to it. You just, I think us Brits like chicken. <laughs> Have you got any highs and lows from last week from training? Uh, yeah, we've got a few. Although I would say about the nutrition, though, now my dad's gone, we're, we're stuck on the beans on toast now. So uh, it's got to take a depressing time. Yeah. I smashed a massive breakfast today. Massive. We accidentally... <laughs> we accidentally... Oh, that was that was a story. We, yeah, we accidentally messed up. And uh, Jackson, who sat next to me, is the only one that can talk French. Um so we ordered the breakfast and uh, I don't know what happened, but something seemed like it got lost in translation, didn't it? And it, we thought there was one bit of bread it was going to come with, but each one came with two slices of bread, salmon, avocado, uh, eggs, eggs cheese. cheese. And I ended up getting two of them. So I had like four rounds of bread, loads of salmon. Lewis reckons it was like two avocados. And a kilo of salmon. And, uh, but yeah, managed to polish it all off. Like you would have been, uh, it was would... it was impressive and disgusting at the same time. He couldn't. Jackson f- couldn't last one. He I, couldn't even finish one breakfast. No, I couldn't eat one. And Joe had two plus juice, two coffees. I I've I've told it many times on the podcast. He can eat a lot of food. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. He can eat. He stole all my I food John, last time. I think John just kept up easily with. He could have probably beat Joe if he had to. <laughs> John from the Wirral of Sus Brits, you know. We're used to uh, living on an island. You have to take whatever food you can get because you don't know if there's if there's going to be a famine next year. But what's this? This this sounds like a pretty um, uh, Amsterdam kind of breakfast, you know, salmon, avocado, and toast. Where did you order this in Font Vermeulen? Because it's pretty Nordest Cafe, mate. You know the one where we went before when it was raining. We're in Spain, though. Yeah, we were in Spain. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, in Spain. That that but makes sense. Apparently, I've heard there's a decent cafe in Font Vermeulen now where you can get. A decent flat white and stuff from. Okay. I'm gonna check you it haven't out. been there yet? No, I only found out about it today. So I'm going to check it out and see what it's like. Pictures to be confirmed. All right. And feed me some of the lows then. Because a big back breakfast doesn't sound like uh, it's been hard on camp. Um, God, I, I can't really think of too many lows, really, uh, off the top of my head. You've been firing on all cylinders every day, pretty much. <laughs> Have you got any lows? Well, when I got here, it was pretty much low for five days. Oh, yeah, you felt rough, didn't you? Yeah, I was wrecked from... I was sick and the six-hour time change or seven. And the the time change just got me. Like, it took me almost a week to recover. So that, that was a bit tough. But now it's all highs since getting better from that. 
for, for, the, for the people who are wondering, um, we've got a couple of guests on the show. The Jody's roommate, uh, one of them is uh, Jackson Laundry, um, training for seventy point three worlds, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and yes, they are going to give us some of the insights today. But sorry, go on in. Yeah, I guess I'm not too popular on this channel after uh, after 2021 Collins Cup incident. <laughs> what was that? that oh yeah, I remember that. Was it during the pre-race chat or something? Yeah, him and Metzler were, were trying to rinse me, weren't they? And then <laughs> yeah. he goes and gives Sam Long a penalty, doesn't he, last year at 70.3 Worlds. Okay, like, okay. He's the bad boy <laughs> crap <blonde. laughs> Yeah, Yeah, not Sam Laylow, it's me for sure. Um, so do you want to hear a low of mine? It's a massive low. It's actually a... Uh, I was on a long run yesterday and the run form was my high, but actually getting towards the, um, have you got your windows open? Um, no. <laughs> Why? Because I can hear the wind blowing. Can you? Yeah. Oh, oh there we go. That's the Normatex probably. The Normatex? No, yeah. the wind probably did blow right on it. You know, you know, like them boots that go on your legs, like John from the Wirral's like taking his recovery super serious. You know, he's a top age grouper. Yeah. <laughs> Joe never listens to any podcast, I think. Um, anyway, I was um, going on a long run uh, yesterday. Uh, I had a spicy little session and I had support on the bike journey. My support was um, the gal that I'm uh, dating. And she was up for a 30k night hawk. So the first 15k were just uh, steady. The sun was going down. It was all pretty romantic. I was feeling like good and strong. Then I locked in uh, 15k's of uh, tempo. And um, then towards the end, I was about 27 or 28. Uh, I think it was 27k's in, 26 and a half. And all of a sudden, I, I felt this in my stomach. This. Oh my god. But I. Before I went to like the farm with a mate of mine, we downed like a kilo of cheese. Um, so I knew it was the cheese that was playing on my stomach. So I think 300 meters after that, I was pouring with sweat and I said, I, I gotta go, I gotta go somewhere. But we were literally running into Amsterdam in like the city center. And she was like, what are you talking about? I said, number two, and it's really, really bad. And she was like, oh, can't you just hold it in for three and a half K? You can hold it in, right, for three and a half K. But she didn't understand that if you have got to go, you've got to go, right? Yeah, 100%. So I managed to squeeze it in for another, like, a K and a half. And I was literally at my house. But she was like, well, you're not going to wimp out for a, a 29K. You're going to do 30, are you? So I was like, I am going to do 30. But I was literally pouring with sweat. She was like, can't you hold it in for another K? I literally went inside, ran to the toilet, and then... Um, went back for another K, but she, she didn't understand um, what, 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 what what's going on with a runner's tummy. So she made you do another K as well after you just stopped at 29 K? She made me do another K after I went to the toilet, yes. This is a keeper. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> literally for three and a half Ks, she was completely starstruck why someone can't hold something in for like 12 minutes. How did you manage to hold it in for another 12 minutes? Like, what did you do? Because when it goes me, I would never be able it to It was about it. nine. I was at some point walking like a crippled old dog and uh, <laughs> I was pouring with sweat. And sometimes I was even grunting. Like, you, you get these stomach attacks. Like, oh, no. <laughs> that you feel like it, it, it wants to run faster than the pace that you're going at, but then down your pants. Oh, my God. And yeah. what was the cheese that you had when you said you downed it? Like, it wasn't like... 
one of them like um, things that you put like you know where you dip stuff in like to put it on the cheese was it one of, something like that and you just dr- drank it like no 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 it's like a massive cheese splatter with like seven different kinds of cheese in total something like, like 500 grams the lifestyle athlete lives the dream doesn't he it wasn't like, fine dining because it was only with a glass of milk but it was a cheese tasting <laughs> <laughs> and you went there with um you fed some of the animals, didn't you? I saw on your on your on your Instagram the goat. Like you were giving him some milk, weren't you? I was feeding the goat, the pigs, and uh, the chickens. But so I uh, haven't got a child yet. But you practice them with the animals at the farm. I did. What did you think of my run? What did you think of my run? I was quite impressed when I when I when I saw that thirty uh, k, wasn't it? Left it like gone. What was it like twenty past eight at night? I thought, <laughs> yeah. wow, that is like. First of all, I thought that's commitment, and then secondly, I thought. Why did he leave it until like, like gone tea time before doing a thirty k run? And then I thought, <laughs> I bet he slept like shit after that because like you must have woken up during the night. You must have took ages getting to sleep. Surely, like what well, was it like? I will break this one, this question down in three questions. One is um, why so late at night? Well, I was in some sort of mini K hole for a couple of days. Thursday felt complete shit on the bike, so I had to turn around after like two hours. Then on Friday, felt shit on the bike and run, but I had a great session in the pool. Then on Saturday, I had probably my lowest of lows on the bike as well, especially mentally. Like, I don't know why, but my body just didn't want to go. And I was like, fuck, I've got the Ironman in two weeks. I don't even know if I can ride for two hours at this pace. Did four by 10 minutes at 340 watts. That maybe doesn't sound like you're feeling not fit, but for somehow physically and mentally i don't know i sat at a gas station for 45 minutes in the sun just uh down in two red bull and thinking how i'm gonna finish this right i wanted to do 170k i did 110 the next day i woke up rough as anything so i thought like i can't do a 30k run now and i had an appointment at the goat cheese farm so i went over there um smashed a load of cheese and then in the evening i was like i need to do this big run so that i ended up doing it 30 so basically is your missus as well is she like your coach because you said like she egged you on and to do it is she like thinking god like he's supposed to be doing an Ironman in two weeks like i need to get him in some sort of fitness like and is she just like forcing you to do these sessions <laughs> no not at all no uh I, I i just asked her in the morning if she wants to join me on the bike she was and like you, all right she said, she said how far and you said 30k and then she's like holding you to it like you're definitely doing 30k because you told me it was 30k yeah yeah, that was what it was like. And then the loop ended up being around 29. And she was like, you're not going to chicken out at 29, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> On a Sunday night at 10. Yeah, but, 10 but well. coming from the um, started running in April with uh, five-minute K pace for like 25 minutes after being off for months and months, I was actually quite, quite surprised yesterday that I ran those splits. So that is a high for me. What splits did you do for the 15K? Because I just saw the picture of what you post on Instagram. I haven't seen the full-on data, but I saw it was quite fast. It was like 4.05 for the whole run, wasn't it, K-Pace? So I saw it was um, a pretty tasty average. So the first 14K, 15Ks were like between 4.35 and 4.15. And then from 16 to like 30K, it was between 3.39 and 3.51. That's not bad, and you're supposed yeah. to be a fifth. And you, you're supposed, your strength's supposed to be the swimming. Sorry, your strength's supposed to be the swimming. You're turning it around now, aren't you? <laughs> well, it's always it's always different on race day, isn't it? But anyway, what's your camp been like? What was the spiciest session? 
What was the spicy session, Jackson? What was it? What do you reckon? Oh, man. Uh, I probably First of all, uh, session. for everyone at the house that's staying at the house right now, are you like almost always training together or is everyone doing their own thing like a classic triathlete? Who is making uh, well, John compromises and, and who is doing their own thing? And Lewis do all the training. I do most of it, but everything I do that I do hard, I do with them. And then I just skip some stuff because these guys are animals. And Mark's been more 50-50. He's been uh, a little more on his own schedule, but we've been all together for some of it. So it's been uh, it's been pretty good to have. Like I'll just be like, okay, Joe, what are you doing tomorrow? And he tells me, and I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Or I'm like, I will not do that. I'll rest. That's the two options. Do you think that he's doing a lot of efforts on the bike? I know he's doing a lot of efforts on the bike. <laughs> Every day he's like, oh, I'll just go for this KOM. It'll be fine. It won't be that hard. We'll just fucking pace line it. At threshold and then it's like above threshold and it's 13 minutes and every downhill is 600 blocks yeah every downhill they're going for the kom that's i'm just like see you later because i suck at the downhills so they, have they you been wait practicing, for me at the bottom though they're nice have you been practicing your downhill skills on on zwift in america i have yeah it hasn't been working too well i don't know why but he, he's one of these americans tom and that rides on zwift nearly every ride nearly every ride of his back home is, is indoors yeah about well, 80, 80 to 90%, I would say. Yeah. Is it because it's just really dangerous where you live? Uh, that's part of it, but most of it is just it's easier, and I it's easier to get the, the sessions done the way they should be. And there's not beautiful mountains to ride in. You're just riding basic roads that aren't exciting in any way, so it's not that um, attractive to go out the door, I guess. But one of the, um, the hard things I find is... Um, if I'm always doing it on Zwift, I'm basically just sitting on my own in my living room on my bike. And part of, for me, this is um, personally speaking, it's also the fun, like riding with other people and like having a bit of chat and feeling that you're not the, uh, uh, not really uh, in it in it alone. Do you find it hard or do you find it really uh, like this is what it takes to, uh, to get to there the most efficient way? Um, well, we have like a good group that just ride on Zwift together for all the hard workouts. So... <laughs> If anything, it's it's more social than if we're doing outside because we ride with guys who are like, you know, 3,000 kilometers away and stuff. Um, right. But also, I mostly just have noticed the more I ride on the trainer, the stronger I get in racing mm -hmm. as well. Um, so it's been the last couple of years I've done more and more and more on the trainer and I've just gotten stronger. So um, can't really argue with the results. But definitely when I'm in an area like this that's like mountainous, Mm -hmm. I get the resistance and the strength I need and I don't need to ride the trainer. But when I'm back yeah. home, if I'm riding outside, I just, I don't develop the strength, um, mm -hmm. that I need. And I think, I think majority trainers better for me in that, in that sense. Well, I do and, think, sorry. And I would say Mark the shark, like who's with us, uh, who you say, like, do we do efforts every day? He's, uh, he's a, he's one to do efforts every day. Like, I think you do more Mark, efforts than me on the bike. 30 minute efforts the other day, three by 30. Today we thought it was going to be an easy ride, and then last ten minutes he popped in and said, "I'm going. To, I've got to do five by a minute, big gear up the hill, you know, smashing it." Um, he loves. He loves it. All right. And who do you think, like, if you if you stare each other in the eyes in the room, is going to be in the K hole uh, the, as the, as like number one out of the well, camp? John's, John's the fucking big dog. <laughs> According to uh, my YouTube, 
it would probably be me because someone commented on it and said your eyes are all puffy and swollen. Like, <laughs> have you got, have you got an intolerant food intolerance to something? That was why I got come up on my phone as, an, as a notification. Have you already been feeling really tired? Or are you still been feeling pretty fresh? Because you're like halfway in. I feel fine. Like my legs felt he- like heavy leg today, but physically I feel absolutely fine. Like um, I'm raring to go, mate. Yeah, right. Joe doesn't fatigue is what I've been gathering. <laughs> Fair We've got a tasty session tomorrow, which we'll definitely see probably someone in the K-hole. Uh, swim session in the morning, which is like a threshold one. Um, what time? Then, what time in the morning? Mate, what do you reckon? What do you mm. think would be a committed swimmer? A committed triathlete? Committed swimmer, like committed triathletes like us, like you and me? Yeah. Quarter past nine, 9.30. 10 o'clock. So, 10 o'clock? Uh, yeah. You're oh, thinking that would be quite nice, aren't you? That would be really nice. Yeah, and then uh, a TT, a bike run session, probably like half four, something like that. You know the TT triangle where you've got the com? Jody, I know that, of course, like no other. No, <laughs> two laps around there and then a run off the bike. So, uh, yeah, have a little have a little gander on Strava afterwards and you is can that, see. Is, that, is them two laps around there, is that going to be a Strava KOM attempt or... Well, it's going to be flat out, but I don't think I've got it in me to get the uh, com, unfortunately, back off you at the moment, unless I've got some uh, people to do it with. Why? Why do you reckon? Uh, do, you, do you reckon our form last year was pretty? Did it, does it scare you looking at well, the numbers again? T- from I think I think me and Tom Decker did so much work on the bike that when you went past, we dude, I haven't ride. seen Thomas Decker at that ride at all. <laughs> I was actually quite surprised. If I, I still can look up that file, but I think I averaged something like. Um, 390 on that loop with you really what was it again 20 50, 17 minutes no it was only 10 10 or 11 minutes it's 10 or 11 point, minutes yeah 46 k's an hour but it's got a nasty climb at the start isn't it yeah yeah that it is actually pretty uh i, I really like that loop i really like that loop I know, not, not because I've got the KOM, but I, I really like that loop. Yeah, you like, just like it a little bit more because <laughs> you've got the com on it. <laughs> All right, so that's, what's the run session tomorrow? So you're doing two loops around the lake, but it's only 20 minutes. Yeah, uh, it's a 17.4 kilometer TT. So, um, yeah, 23, 24 minutes. Um, and then a run off the bike, probably 10Ks worth of efforts, something like that maybe a longer one at the start and then some faster stuff. I've actually found a really good 1K loop, which is marked out every 100 metres, which was probably there last year, but we just didn't know it was there. But that would have been awesome if we'd have known it was there. That's probably at the other side of the lake, isn't it? It is over the other side of the lake. Yeah, that's where we've been parking the whole time. But there's loads of stuff over there. So we're going to do the run off the bike round there. That'll be a good session. We're going to try and get these boys in 70.3 podium shape where... They can uh, do the business in in a week in ten days time after that. How long have you got now? Like just on two weeks? Uh, yeah, thirteen days from now. Thirteen days. What do you reckon, Tom? They need to do to get their swimming up since you're uh, quite you're quite you've been doing quite well at that now. Fifty four minutes. Like, what do they need to do to be swimming like sub twenty seven minutes for the half? Sub. All right. So a sub twenty. <laughs> if like, you actually, um... what would you do if it was you and you were going for it and you wanted to swim? I was something. I was looking at my uh, at my training peaks the other day. So what got me in peak, peak, 54-minute low Ironman shape, 
Now, mind you, Joe won an Ironman with a 53 high Ironman shape. So let's say we're equal you're on going, that. You're in the hunt for the I, win, aren't you? I'm in the hunt there. for a win. I've done a 300 watt bike uh, in, in two races where I've done like a 41.8 Ks now. I only need to run a 240 off the bike. That's the only thing I need to do. <laughs> and I'll be banking multiple podiums. But anyway, we'll go back to that taper week. September, so this was two weeks before Almere. I did one 3.4k swim on a Tuesday, then on a Wednesday, a thousand meter swim. A thousand on meters? That's <laughs> my kind of swim, that is. <laughs> <laughs> then on the Sunday, I did a 3k swim. And then on Reese week, I did one swim on a Wednesday, and that was 1200 meters, and that's it. <laughs> so basically, lock, start knocking the volume down now. You'd, you'd banked it all. You're looking at that thinking, I can't believe that's all I did, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but I know. I know that was what it was because I was in Italy at the Stelvio and there was no flipping pool there. And then the week after that was like race week and I just, I don't know, I just couldn't be asked. I did one swim and I thought like, you can only overdo it. <laughs> what was the key session then from the week before? There must have been some swim like where you did like some some kind of intervals or something yes the key session was on sunday so it's a week before the race and i think i did something like 10 by 200 and the splits were 305 255 301 301 250 306 three minutes it's not even impressive it's not impressive at all is it yeah but you up your game on race day you're a race That's when you shine bright like like a diamond when you should <laughs> Mark's taking notes. I can see he's got his laptop up and he's like hearing the swim times and he's like, right, so three minutes. But with all, um, with all shits and giggles, so you're probably the worst swimmer on camp out of the pros by far. Um, <laughs> have they managed to give you any tips? He's not that much slower than me. What, three seconds per hundred, we think? Probably, yeah, yeah something like that, yeah. That's shitloads. Two, three seconds, well... And then Mark's another... Probably four faster than me. When we did, we did. What were you hitting the other day when we did that set? That four hundred, four ones, that one. I was doing one nineteens for the tempos and one fifteens for the thresholds. All right, and I probably averaged like one twenty ones uh, if you averaged them all out. But that is long course pool at long altitude. Pool at altitude, mate. Long course pool at altitude. We'll see. Tomorrow will exactly. be a good session because that day I was still pretty, you know, jet lag. But tomorrow we're doing like two point nine k at threshold. 2.9k with Max Stapley, who, by the sounds of it, is absolutely drilling it in the swim because he told us the times he hit for a session the other day and they were very impressive. So it's actually his easy swim, which is going to be probably pacing us for a threshold session. We should tell him what he did. He did 3100s on 130, right? Yeah. And they were alternating 104, 115. Is that right? Uh, too fast, one easy. Oh, it was only too fast, one easy. Yes, yeah, so it was like two, and six, two hit in 64 seconds. One one fifteen. So we did twenty of them in one oh four and ten of them in one fifteen. Yeah. Long course altitude. That's pretty yeah. I don't know if there's really anyone swimming faster than that. At nineteen hundred meters above sea level. And what is he exactly doing that he's going that quick? Well we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the end of tomorrow, Joe and I will be also swimming that fast because we'll just watch him and we'll be like, Oh, it's just that. That's easy and then we'll do it. I did actually have a good burn up, didn't I, with the uh paddles and uh Fins. Yeah, oh, dude, you always have good burnouts with all your equipment. Paddles, fins, <laughs> pool boys, you even wear like a helmet, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> in the end, on race days, uh, it's... <laughs> it depends, mate. 
what do you reckon? 50 metres I did with uh, paddles and fins from a push off the wall. <laughs> you sound like a water magician, magician with all your gear. <laughs> what do you reckon, mate? Uh, what do you reckon? A 50 metre with all the flipping gear you got? All the gear, all my fastest tools. Did you also wear your snorkel? No, I didn't use the snorkel for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, 50 metres, uh, 25 from seconds. From a push off the wall. Did you say 25? 25 seconds. Oh, you That's got it. Exactly, That's exactly right. right. How the fuck did you know that? I'm just you, guessing. I was hoping you were going to say that. I was looking. I was looking you in your puffy, tired eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I got an intolerance, apparently. Like, <laughs> and someone also commented on there and said he needs to put his spike seat up by at least five centimeters. Way too low. Five centimeters. <laughs> I said five centimeters. I thought Jesus, like normally like five mil, you'd know it. But five centimeters. I need to put my bike seat up by five centimeters and work and try and find out what my intolerance is. Like, what do you reckon? Um you have got to uh, pick up this week in order to perform well in um, in Nice. Because if I may remind everyone, I did Ironman Nice with Joe a year ago for a stack party, and I saw a fucking ghost on the top of the mountain when I uh, arrived there. Mate, that was, was the other way around. It was me that saw the ghost. I was waiting up there for you, and I've never seen you look so bad in my life. <laughs> I, would, I was recovered when I got up there. <laughs> recovered? Like, you were already sitting there for 12 minutes because you, you minutes, felt mate. ill. 20 to 30 minutes, mate. I just sat there. I drank three bottles of water from the marshal, like, and uh, he carried on. I was waiting, thinking, is Tom actually doing this, or has he he stitched me up because I knew you were thinking before the start I didn't want to do it and for anyone that didn't know I actually lent on my gravel bike and he thought he was going to have road wheels but we realized that we'd fucked up that when we actually got the bike to him the road wheels that we had on my road bike were incompatible with that gravel bike so then he, he racked it in with the pro bikes and the commentator was like oh and we've got a gravel bike racked here someone's trying <laughs> to race on and, but anyway uh, yeah. you were flipping sick on the mountain i weren't sick i was boiling mate i'm a big unit you know like i was hot like so, i was absolutely roasting so what's going to change this year that's going to set you up to be in the mix with the 63 kilos kind of uh, climber guys well when you're heavier you descend quicker so that's one thing i guess in my favor um and it's not going to be so hot it was the heat that killed me mate i don't know about you but swimming in that wetsuit in boiling hot weather that put me on the back foot from the start Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. What do you think? What do you think for that? Were you in a wetsuit for it as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. I need all the advantages if I can get it. I can get. If I uh, can swim in a wetsuit, I'll, I'll try and wear two. But um, all right. So you're not going to change anything in Fondremo with regards to uh, niche. No, I'll keep it the same. Do I'm just going to do what I did before I raced Ironman Wales, um last year because that was probably when i felt like i was in my peak fitness so i'm just going to do the same stuff as what i did before that mm -hmm. and uh, go for it to be fair when we raced nice last year i wasn't actually planning on doing the ironman and nor were you where we we were just had to be in nice for the start of my stag party and then yeah. we kind of thought actually we'll give it a crack and then we realized quite quite soon in the bike that that was a very bad idea it was like one of their memes you know where they go it was at this point he knew he fucked up that was what I felt like as soon as we got halfway up that climb and there was no way Is someone messing around with the microwave and, and food in the kitchen or something? Oh yeah, that is, yeah. Oh, does it... All right, fair enough. So you've got two weeks left and you've got your uh, two weeks with uh, Laura and then it's race day. Uh, well, yeah, one week when, well, she's coming here for the last week uh, and then two weeks after that before race day. So I'll recce the course in Nice when I leave here and practice on it because I want to practice on the descents and on the hills and stuff like that because I think you know what it's like them descents are pretty sketchy aren't they yeah. yes yeah 
Jackson had a massive crash in the seventy point three on that on that descent. Yeah, I what? can I can vouch for the fact that they are sketchy. In Nice. Yeah, that's how I my shoulder got so mangled. I crashed a twenty nineteen Worlds in Nice and uh needed two surgeries and everything to fix it. I still got a lot of metal left in my shoulder. Oh shoot. Yeah, that is a uh, pretty but basically it's just two massive climbs, isn't it? You've got that um just one massive climb and then a small one climb, which feels like one big, big climb that never ends, and then the rest is just all descending, isn't it? It's a pretty weird course. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've got John Well, age grouper uh, supremo here. What's the uh, what's the insights from the from the camp then, uh, John? Like, how have you been finding it? How have I found the camp? You never get an easy day, and it's always threshold, threshold, threshold. That's pretty much what I've come away with. You, Tell I, me where you've come from, mate. Five weeks you've been training. I've come to the conclusion that you need to train longer than five weeks before getting invited to a training camp in Fontrimo with Joe. Would you say you're already tired then? Too tired? Yeah, I reckon I peaked in the first two days. Yeah, for sure? Downhill. Yeah, definitely. We did that good session, didn't we, after a few days? That was both our peaks on the bike, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think I've recovered from that. John was on the front drilling it, Tom, at the start. Like, Dude, uh, I, was, I was thinking that. Um, I remember a year ago, Thomas Decker said to me, um, because we wanted to go, I think we were four days in, we had this massive climb coming up. I remember it was 38 degrees, and I wanted to do a tempo, and you wanted to do a tempo. And we started drilling it, and then he was like, why would you do that? You're here for four weeks. Just take it easy for the first week, and you can always smash it for three weeks. So I was like, yeah, you're right. And then I think you were there for two days or three days, and it was something like 30 minutes at 500 and gazillion watts and this and that. And I was thinking like, holy cow, they're going for it. And then I think a day after that, you did another spicy session. I think to be fair, with that session that you mentioned with Thomas Decker, it was actually you that wanted to rip it up randomly on that climb because he said something to me. And I said, I don't know, Tom wants to, Tom's just pushing the pace. And he was the one that said that. And you were the one that was like, let's just go hard to the top of the climb. And I remember that day because we had my dad supporting us. And then we got onto another climb that was an absolute bitch that was like fucking steep as anything. And I remember it actually said 43 degrees on the car. We mm -hmm. were dying, we were running out of water. We thought it was going to be a three and a half, four hour loop. It ended up being nearly five hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, 38 I degrees remember, I know the exact route we did and I was going to do it like out here but that day when John was ripping it up it was actually quite nice it was only 14 degrees Celsius so it was like being back home it was really cold it would have been a bit wet you would have actually loved it it would have been like Amsterdam in uh, bloody springtime perfect conditions wasn't it Yeah. John was flying we said we'll do the tempo 330 watts like after the after the harder efforts, I was on the front. Then 15 minutes into it, John comes past and just starts whacking it up and up and ended up averaging like 350. But it just obviously wasn't fast enough for him, Tom. You know, he just likes to he just likes to put himself in the hurt locker. And now, that was what? the last time. That was the first and the last time I was on the front. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what's what's happening now? I'm just literally just sitting on the back getting towed around everywhere. But you do like the descents, don't you? Oh, yeah, that's my best bit. That's because I'm pretty heavy and I fly down pretty fast. The descents, he's been shredding it. Yeah, yeah he's a former motor motorcycle and uh, motorbike rider, so uh, he knows how to corner, uh, corner well. All and right, you know, and what... about me, Tom, as well, using a lot of tools in the, uh, in the pool, but I think I found someone here who's, uh, who I've, who's met my match because John... 
loves paddles in the pool, don't you? Well, well, don't give all the secrets away. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's allowed to because he's racing in the age group ranks, and you can get away with anything if you're an age grouper because you can always say, "Yeah, but I'm an age grouper, so don't uh, doesn't care, it doesn't matter." Yeah, Paul you're the you're the struck pro Joe. Poor boy paddles, fins, foam goggles, Garmin watch, you name it. Snorkel. Yeah, I guess uh, when I'm when you're a front pack pro like myself, you can't use all that all the time, can you? No. You've witnessed me making the front pack, Tom. Um. Niche. Say that again. When you're a front pack pro, pro like myself, you can't use stuff like that all the time, can you? You've got a reputation to uphold. You have got a reputation, and if you if you were if it wouldn't look funny, you would also wear a swim skin in the pool. Yeah, we wear them too. We wear. Yeah. Shall we go over to a Bullshit Buster or Instagram post of the week? Yeah, go on then. Have you got one? Have you got one? A Bullshit Buster. Someone did send me one, actually. Um, but I can't think off the top of my head what it was. But I have seen one. I, I, you must know one because you've brought it up. Um, I haven't seen a Bullshit Buster lately. Might have been also because I... Uh, I've had a busy week. I did see a very interesting post on Instagram, though, and it was a guy who swam 50 metres and he broke the world record and he's got no arms and he did it head first and he had to, like, go literally just by kick, but he doesn't do it all underwater, which would be quicker. He actually can has to do, like, the same rules as normal swimming, so he can only dive 15 metres, just literally got two legs and that's it, no arms. What do you reckon he does the 50 metres in long course? Yeah, I think it was something like, wasn't it 100 meters long course? No, nah, it's 50, just one length. 50, 24? Oh, God, come on, Tom, he's got no arms. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, but it's a world record. He's literally just got normal legs like, and no arms, <laughs> like 24. God, give the guy some credit. Like, I was yeah. thinking, like 40 seconds, it'd be good. Like. Yeah, but, I mean, a dolphin is quick, also got no arms. Yeah, <laughs> he did 29 seconds. I thought that was like crazy fast, 29 something. All right, 29. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, no, no, it's fast. It's fast. It's all right, God. Since you've become a 54-minute swimmer, you've become so snobby with other swimmers. <laughs> no, I've seen that video. It looks... I've seen that video. It looks flip and rapid. Like, it looks absolutely rapid because he goes like the, uh, through the water like a fish, doesn't he? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Like, God, I'm thinking like he could probably put me away and I've got two arms. Um, yeah, I know. But you're a 25 minute swimmer, 25 second swimmer. Yeah, with all my tools. Although yeah. I didn't have a swim skin, so I could always improve in that area, couldn't I? Next. <laughs> um. Alrighty, calling it a day. Yeah, dinner's ready, mate. Um, we've got a big day tomorrow. Three threshold sessions. Double threshold used to be all the rage, but we're gonna we're gonna step it up, aren't we, John? 17k time trial. Got me, Jackson, John, who's up for it. Hopefully Felipe, Mark the Shark. Hopefully we can uh, get to do it. Although he does like following his coach's plan, doesn't he, John? He does. Who? Like Mark. But Mark with all them boys, with all them boys, you should easily be able to get the KOM because we did, did it with a two-up no, last year. We're doing it individually, like a proper time trial. Oh, okay. I thought like, like a chain gang. No, no, like a proper like TT. Like we could always do a bit of chain gang after. We will get that com before we leave. We will get that com. You've heard wise words here from John, 
the fastest electrician from the Wirral at triathlon. I will be taking those gator skins off and we will be getting that calm before we go. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, well, I, I hope so. For we, you. Had one, we had one attempt after the first week, but it didn't work out well. Yeah. What was it? Well, That was actually a bit of a low of the week, wasn't it? Like, how would you say it went? I think it was, we'd done some interval already, hadn't we? Was it with Lewis? Lewis we'd got here. Lewis had been here a few days. It was mine and John's first bike ride. We'd done some stuff. We felt all right. And then um, I said to John, let's just have a crack at the loop, shall we? Let's just see if we can get it. I think we could get it if there's all three of us do it. Yeah, we've been here for a day and we were getting used to the altitude and then it was like, come on, should we do it? I was like, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, go on then. Well, let's, let's give it a go. And then he, his power meter's not working on the bike and he shot off and I was right, I was on his wheel for at least 20 seconds and then I looked down at my power meter and I thought, 500 watts and I was like, this isn't sustainable. <laughs> and then I just literally, as usual, go to a blow and then he was gone and then i tried to catch him up and then he's gone again i looked behind and there was a bit of a gap so i thought i'll wait i'll wait because i'm not gonna do it by myself and plus not that fun by yourself so i waited and then john came past because i I thought that was going to be that was over i thought that was it we'd like given up and john goes go on go on didn't you i'm like oh what he's still up for it maybe it is still on then and i like, we started pushing it and then uh john fell off the pace again and then it was like I don't know, like we kind of just cruised around, but we were like, we just didn't have the legs to get it. We were like, actually, it's harder than what we thought, wasn't it, to get that? Garmin, to get that. The Garmin was saying battery level low. Battery level low on the Garmin. And that was probably the body bat- battery, wasn't it? Tom's body battery. He's smiling because he's thinking that he might survive a month of us being out here with, without taking that segment, and he's going to be so <laughs> flipping smug if we don't get that off him. Yeah, you don't. I'm, I'm just having a little look at the. Uh, at the segment, yeah, it's uh, ten forty-eight, so it's about it's about uh, eleven minutes, eleven minutes, forty-six point two k's an hour. My average heart rate was one seventy. That's like uh, spicy. Yeah. Have you ever seen one seventy, Joe? Not very often. No. What was your power then? If you're looking at it now, um, it doesn't show. I think my power meter then didn't work on that loop that day. You just listened to the beat of your heart, didn't you? And it worked. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the plan for tomorrow anyway. Do a decent brick session. That will be a good session. Then Wednesday, not really too sure. <laughs> we'll, see how, we'll see if we're crippled after that. But <laughs> no, something easy. Yeah. Definitely. Which is not going to be easy. All right. Fair enough then. I'm uh, heading into my taper for uh, for Ironman Canada, Pentington. Um, so what will the plan be then from now going to to when you leave like how long have you got until you leave is it one week from today uh, I'm leaving one tomorrow uh, one week from tomorrow so what will this be you'll still be training pretty hard when you for most of this week then I want to do a I think a spicy bike tomorrow not too long but something like three hours with a couple of efforts I'm thinking couple of short ones into 30 minutes tempo something like that then i'm doing a 30 minute run and a swim then on wednesday i want to do an hour run or 75 minute run with i'm doing six minute repeats six by six minutes at like 340 ish 330 ish so threshold 330 that sounds pretty decent. Um, I almost, I also forgot to mention that some of the lads have been uh, 
trying their uh, trying their luck with the ladies out here. Are they? Yeah. Um, what lad with what lady? <laughs> we can't disclose names on here, but unfortunately, it's not all gone swimmingly, has it, John? Like you know, there's been a few, there's been a few rejections, been more than a few tears, um, the odd cuddle, um, yeah. and uh, he's but he's he's. We can say that this lad who's out here with us is very committed. Like, he doesn't take no for an answer, does he, on the messages, you know? No, but he listens to us. We've given him all the advice he needs. John wrote some of his... Inst- John wrote an Instagram message that he slid into the DMs with. <laughs> all right. And would you say um, this six-minute threshold interval session of mine made you think of the ladies? Uh, I just thought about it when you were saying about the bullshit buster and stuff. It came to my head and I thought, oh, yeah, uh, I'm lucky with the ladies. Is that a high or a low or is that a bullshit buster? That's <laughs> probably a low. Don't always work. <laughs> it is a low. Maybe he had a high, but it uh, ended up being a low. And I didn't know that actually a good technique to get a lady's attention is to unfollow and then follow. Because then when they look on their Instagram, you appear at the f- top of the list, like as you've just followed, even though you were following them before, but they didn't know you were following them before because they didn't know who you were. I didn't even know that technique. But um, what about, um, so the lady in question, is she in in uh, in Fontremo? She is, yeah, at the moment, currently as we speak. And what would... Um, why wouldn't you uh, step up the game and just uh, be like uh, hello in real life instead of the follow unfollow and I'm liking uh, and I'm going to like your bikini pictures on Instagram. He did chat to her in real life. Yeah. And then thought, actually, I need to take things further. This is a good way to get some attention. And he did invite one other to a pizza, didn't he? True. Also, Tom, he did give her a big piece of German sausage. He shared it with her. And she took it. <laughs> you guys are hanging out with too many dudes out on camp. You <laughs> <laughs> said the sausage looked rank, though, because the skin was falling off the side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think uh, that's enough for today. Um, if you are, by ch- any chance, a, 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 a woman that's like, I think... Um, it is really sexy when a guy... Give some triathletes some tips. Like, some of the lads here are dying, mate. They've been away for nearly four weeks. You know, they've not seen a woman before, you know. Even some of the men are starting to look attractive to them. Like, they need some they need some tips from some of the women that listen to Yeah, this, like. I know, but I can tell you one thing, that following, unfollowing, and liking bikini pictures and sharing a <laughs> ranked German sausage is not going to bring any romance to any me. room. And it's going to make... It's not going to make... <laughs> Any women feel uh, any special because um, she'll. It wasn't me. (laughs) I know, I know, but you can tell to this person that if um, that that, that's a fuckboy technique, fuckboy technique. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not saying it was good technique. I'm just saying I'm just giving you the lowdown, mate, on what happened. Like I'm not saying it was right. Don't blame me. <laughs> okay. um, I've also lost both games of poker I've had out here as well, which is a bit frustrating because normally I do all right back home, but I've been getting absolutely my pants pulled down out here and done terrible. 
<laughs> yeah, because your poker face with your puffy eyes just is unbelievable. Like people don't believe <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, oh, he looks like he's got good, uh, good hand. Oh no, he's just, uh, he's just suffering from, from it's the puffy he's eyes again. But um, yeah, I'm um, traveling out next week on Tuesday, um, and I'm trading hard till probably uh, Saturday. Well, not super hard, uh, but just some spicy sessions, shorter spicier sessions, and then. Uh, I'll be off to Canada, where it's currently 38 degrees. Uh, warm blanket will uh, await me at the airport. Degrees. That's yeah. what it is that you're going to in Canada. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, so today's 36. Tomorrow's 37, 35, 36. Jesus Christ! What, how are you going to cope with that then? You don't even but, cope well in like Norwich when it's hot. Mate, the luck of the dice. I'm just going to hope that it's like Cork, that it's going to be 20 degrees and rain on race day. I've now got it up on Penticton. Oh, my God, mate. It does cool down, though, towards the end of the week. Yeah, I can see it. Like, on next Monday, so the day before you fly out, it goes down to 21. But then, like, this, the end of this week is 37 Celsius. So you could get lucky and get a fluke day where it's 21 degrees. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. I hope you do. Because I know the mozzarella is not going to be doing too well in 37 but degrees Celsius. Looking at them 37 degrees on the screen, that has been there for a long time, I do think it's going to be a non-wetsuit swim. Oh, 100% it's going to be a non-wetsuit swim, yeah. So, mate, you've got you've got big targets to live up to. I did 53 minutes, mate, non-wetsuit, you know. 54, 53 height. I think that's a 54. It started with a five and a three, so it was 53 <laughs> something. And you can't tell me that if you just won 54, 59, you would not be saying that you're a 54 minute Ironman swimmer. Okay, that's true. <laughs> okay. Um, well, my 53, uh, 54 says hello. I'll uh, see you uh, soon. See you later, mate. All right, bye bye.